everyone. Welcome to Pass the Remote, the podcast where we become your TV guides. My name's Rebecca, and in today's episode, we show our love for Ted Lasso, talk about how Emily wants to die via tiger attack, and try to decide if we like Katherine Heigl or not. We debate finding our soulmates via DNA tests, and also cover the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp scandal that's taking over Twitter. Sit back, grab some popcorn, and hit that subscribe button because you don't want to miss a minute of our reviews. Enjoy! Hi, Emily. Hi, Becca. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How was your week? You know what? I had a great week. Mm-hmm. I went home to see my family since the first time since Thanksgiving. Love that. Um, it was great. I felt very um, refreshed. Good to be home. I watched a lot of television. Mm. You beat me there because I did not watch a ton of TV this week. So uh, I'm a little jealous. We will get into the dynamics of it. Yeah. But basically, you had a week of getting, like, vaccinated. Doing, I did. Yes. I did congratulations. Thanks. You're one and done. Johnson & Johnson. hmm mm-hmm. How was the Nissan Stadium experience? It, okay, it was great. Like, we had an early morning appointment, and it was a drive through situation. And when we got there, all of the mascots from all the sporting teams were setting up with all the news crews to kind of like be the hype people. And they were setting up a band on a stage to play music for people like waiting Stop. in their cars. We, I think we were in and out of the whole parking lot. And it was a bit of a maze with all the co- like cones and stuff. We were in and out in under 10 minutes. Amazing. So easy. So great. I've had little to no side effects. So I feel really good about, I don't know if that means it's not working, but I feel <laughs> really good. I, it was maybe, it's okay. It was maybe water, but I feel really good about it. But I think they gave out like 11,000 something vaccines. Great. So, so that's what you did with your weekend. Yeah. Just kind of get your vaccination. I did that and I went to a friend's dog's birthday party. I can't talk about it because I made fun <laughs> of you in front of my family. When I saw your Instagram, I said... Literally, Becca's yeah. at a dog's party right now. And I'm not judging a dog's party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you that I've had a cat for at least 18 years and I've never once thrown a birthday party. Right. Well, cats are a little different. Like, my cats don't want any dogs or other cats <laughs> coming to their house to play with them. Whereas my friend's dog, he loved it. All the all of our friends brought their puppies mm-hmm. And look, this is the thing we have to do these days. You know, we can't throw big raging parties and we don't go out to the bars anymore. So this is our fun. We can't have our own birthday parties. So we're doing it now so for we're our doing animals. So we're doing it for our, our pets. Yeah. So that was, she went above and beyond and it was a whole, it was a whole thing. The dogs loved it. Um, happy birthday to Maverick. He turned four years old. Which Congratulations. Is for a dog. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I'm so happy for you that you had a fun-filled weekend. I feel very refreshed. I will say I like took the scenic route on my way home from work today with my windows down in my truck, listening to Justin Bieber's new song, Peaches. Oh, so good. So, so good. Um, but I do want to make a little bit of a confession mm-hmm. of why I am so ahead of you on what I want to talk about with television shows and movies because I've truly, it's embarrassing. (laughs) I'm just going to first off say it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Spill it. Spill the tea. So here's my confession and why it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. When I drive home to see my family, they live six hours away. Both Becca and I are from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. We know the route like the back of our hand. You know what gas station to stop at. Yep. 
you know, where you're going to get your fast food on the way. Yep. I don't take a lot of stops. Are you a big, like, do you take a lot of stops going um, home? No, I have one. I fill up on gas before I leave, and then I have to do it one more time, like mid-trip. Um, and then there's always, there's a Chick-fil-A in, um, I don't know what town it is in Alabama, but there's a Chick-fil-A, and it's right next to a gas station. I go to that one pretty much every time, unless I drive on a Sunday, which I try not to. Point is, we have this drive nailed down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a bad drive. It's not a bad drive. Six hours of interstate. You need one stop to get gas if you have to refill. One mm-hmm. and done. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I, when I am in my car driving on long distances, I might watch television shows. <laughs> and I don't do this as in I'm not paying attention to the road. Mm-hmm. I do this as in it sits like right where my, you know, you set your phone down. Where your speedometer is and your 100%. Dash. So I can still see how fast I'm going. Right. But I watch television shows. So. I have a confession too. I also do this. If you like driving so much better driving by yourself for that long okay can get old real quick and I tend to like go after work or whatever so it always is dark and I I agree I'll do the same thing I set my phone right there it can reach the charger but I can still like I'm paying attention to the road but I'm listening to the show and I'm not re-watching shows so this is another thing I'm not like re-watching episodes of Friends or things that I've seen before and I it is a very bright light when you're driving at night. Like, I'm like, these mm-hmm. people obviously know I'm watching a television show because I look like I have one of those, like, you know, when I, I love driving behind people where their kids are Ooh, in the TV, car and I'm like, yeah. what movie are they watching? Like, I'll, follow, like, I'll, I'll follow them oh. for a little bit. Be like, oh, Shrek. Yeah, I'm like, it's The Little Mermaid. Like, yeah. it's like a game, right? Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm confessing this and it's a horrible habit. We don't condone it. But it's, it's so great. When you need to catch up on a series. Yeah. And what changed my life with watching television shows, driving those six hours, was like the first time I ever really did it was when Making a Murderer came out. And mm. I watched it before anybody else. And they were like, um, we haven't watched all 10 episodes. How have you? Well, I have driven six of them. Yeah. And then I just came home and finished the rest, right? Like, the next day, I was like, has anybody seen this? And they were like, it literally premiered last night, once again. Mm -hmm. And I had seen it all, right? Yeah. So, I decided to do something very drastic. I got, well, it's not that drastic, but (laughs) I didn't have Apple TV app. Mm. And we've been talking about, for weeks, watching Ted Lasso. So, I was like, this is my time. This is my moment. This is my time. Yeah. Left on a Friday afternoon, I put that Ted Lasso on. And let me tell you, Becca, I am forever changed. (laughs) Forever changed. I have watched all 10 episodes. It is the most moving, amazing, wonderful show. I mean, I would say your honor is very close in this season of like, and this was released in October. So I'm just now getting there with Apple TV. Mm Mm-hmm brilliance yeah sheer brilliance and and i thought it was gonna be kind of a raunchy comedy and it's it's not it's very uplifting mm-hmm. i finished it and i i was like i cried multiple times in the show with just like good good feelings yeah um i cannot express enough how much i want jason sudeikis to marry me now 
<laughs> and then it'd be cool because like obviously we would have like Thanksgiving dinner and it would be like me and Harry like catching the sh- like shooting oh. the shit with Olivia like yeah it's fine like yeah. I'm down with that life yeah I'm ready for it I've prepared myself <laughs> you're manifesting it you're putting it in the world I'm putting it in the world mm-hmm. like he's gonna wear his tie-dyed sweatshirt I got a new sweatshirt for my brother for Christmas yeah. from you know Barstool Sports that I begged for and like I'm just feeling the same vibes as Jason right now. I I can see it honestly. I I've watched You know it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I support this. Um I y'all can invite me over especially if Harry Styles is there. Um I You'll be the first invite. Thank you. I've watched uh 5 episodes of it so I'm like halfway done. Um I did not travel anywhere this weekend so I had to watch it old school on my couch. Um but I agree it's it is a, it's very funny. It's very like, it, it's just, it's cute, it's, but it's not, it's not trying too hard. It's a mixture of um, like, it's feel good, but it also gives me like, she's the man vibes yes. with all the soccer stuff. And like, I think it's, it's very well done. So the plot of the show, just so we tell everybody, yeah. is that he is a guy, he's from Kentucky. His mm-hmm. name's Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. And he, and and us growing up in the South, there is so much of of this character I related to where I almost thought, is this going to get annoying because he's so overly nice? But yeah. honest to God, we know people like this. They're yeah. like, man, I'm blessed. Can't be nothing but it. Yeah, he's, I'm he's just blessed. very uplifting. So the, you know? the storyline is the owner of this premier soccer team in the UK, in London, she, um, her husband leaves her for a younger person. And so she kind of, to get revenge, fires the head coach of his favorite soccer team and hires Jason Sudeikis, who was a football coach in Kentucky. And which he, is what we consider football. And then he goes, yeah, and does so he, soccer. she brings him over. He doesn't know the first thing about soccer and like, it's these adult. And he also taught like high schoolers or college, mm-hmm. whatever, like children, and so he comes over. And became over. TikTok famous for his virtual dance when they won. Yes, he did a he did a viral like a locker room dance, and it went viral. And that's so how she he found was him. kind of like a joke slash viral Sensation. moment. Yeah. And I will say this: it's the same dance he did in SNL. <laughs> Yep. For this skit, every week there was like, ooh-wee, what's up with that? And he would play this. He was just this background character that would do the same dance moves in this Adidas red tracksuit. And it was so funny to me because it had nothing to do with the skit. It was just like they put Jason Sudeikis out as this like dancing guy on this yeah. game show. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's the same dance move. So it was hysterical to me that he brought that in from SNL. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, so he's kind of like a joke around the world, but yet some people love him, They're, but they all recognize him because it went that viral. Yeah, but so it's it's definitely like the owner of the team's intention was to like run the team into the ground because she hates her, her husband like loves this team and she wants them to fail, but it ends up being kind of like a sweet redemption story. And, but it's, it's so funny because like, he, Ted Lasso has all these one-liners and he's like witty Southern, like he uses his Southern charm, but in a way that's like a little bit demeaning. And he's also like, he's like, I understand like you're making fun of me. I'm going to make fun of you back. And yes. then the soccer, like the soccer players are all like, they're all from all over the place and they have their own storylines. Um, it's very well done. It's like 30 minute episodes. You can literally knock out a whole season in like a day or two. It's very funny. And it's so, and I'm only halfway done with it. Yes. So Becca hasn't even finished it, so I can't even really talk to her about this. And I know 
we may be behind the curve of this, but I feel like if we're not, I will scream from the rooftops. This is a show that when I went home and saw my family who doesn't watch a lot of crude humor like I do. Like, I looked at my dad and I was like, this is, like, watch the show immediately. My mm-hmm. brother, who's played on, anyone you know who's played on a sports team of any sort, he brings along also his assistant coach, who has, oh, like, yes. he's silent for most of the show and will, like, come out with these amazing one-liners. The girl that plays the... um woman who brings him over won a critic's choice award which we talked about her yeah. speech yeah um hannah i think her name is hannah uh, waldingham i'll say it's like wimbledon or something it's like yeah it's with an a but it's like waldingham and she does it's like i kept waiting for the show to turn like typical or like oh there's gonna be some terrible like gr- crude thing or I don't know and it ends up when you finish the show I can't wait for you to finish it it's like I was so uplifted and then I also just felt like I watched the most quality television I've watched in a very long time where I was I ended it feeling so hopeful and they also do him and his wife are getting divorced in the in the show and I just want to say this is not spoiling anything but the way that they handle this was the best I've ever seen in any show because it Mm -hmm. was basically like not a bad horrid divorce and I think we don't kind of show that a lot I feel like it's always like divorce is the worst thing in the world and people are you know he cheated on me or whatever and it's basically this girl being like I can't take how optimistic you are yeah like and that's what changes the team and how everybody perceives him is he he like one of the first, like one of the first things he does in the locker room <laughs> is he puts up a handmade poster. It says "Believe," <laughs> and it's uh, and 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 the side guy who's like you know the Adam Sandler and uh-huh. like you know all the movies like or whatever that one movie was. People are gonna give me such shit for this if I can't think of it because I'm gonna say Happy Gilmore and it's not Waterboy. Yes, Waterboy. <laughs> I was like, why can't I think of this movie? So, like, the guy that's, like, the nobody on the team, he's like, Nate the Great. Nate uh, the Great. Yes. First mm-hmm. episode. You're mm-hmm. Nate the Great. And it's, it's like, he's speaking the team reinforcement. Manager. Right. And, uh-huh. he's, and, and it's, like, this shy kid who's like, oh, I never speak up. And he's like, mm-hmm. you're Nate the Great. And I was like, this guy's, like, motivating me. Like. Right. And you see this transformation happen in people. And also the people that thought they were these, like, bigwig stars. And he kind of comes in and he doesn't shake it up too much. It's more just like, I want you to learn in your own time. And I'm going to tell you this, but I'm going to also have the other people stand up and stand up for themselves. Yeah. And full circle moment, I'm just telling you, every award this thing has won, I was kind of like, I'm. should I be upset that this beat Shits Creek over certain award shows? No absolutely not this was such a fantastic show if you've not watched it run do not walk apple tv ted lasso when becca finishes it she will say the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's such a good show like i go watch it today it's on apple tv main recommendation of how we're starting our show yeah very very good um what else did you get into this week on your drive (laughs) Okay, so many things. Okay. I'm, I'm truly embarrassed. Like, 
I don't take it lightly when I say that I probably watch like 14 hours of television just alone because I also when I go home I always bring my laptop and I fall asleep every night side note just to get to know me more I fall asleep every night to TV like that's how I go to sleep so really no I have to have pitch black darkness I sleep with an eye mask on no yes I do I sleep with an eye mask and like everything has to be I have blackout curtains no TV cannot be on I do you see all the windows in my condo right now yeah, I don't know how you do it. I have no I, curtains on any of Like, I have a sleep mask, and then I have my fan and my air purifier to make noise, and then I just kind of pass out. <laughs> so you go to bed, and you're like, I'm putting my face mask on. Do you, you don't read a book. You don't do anything. Um, to I read con- a book. So I read a, I'm in a book club, so if I'm behind, I'll read my book at night. Of course night. you're in a, bu- a book club. It's this, been fun. This is Polar Opposites with Emily and Becca. Um, I'll watch like TikTok for like a little bit, but then I put it, I turn it off and then give my brain enough, probably like a good 10, 15 minutes to like, just like lay there and like get all of the like phone, cell phone light out of my brain basically. And then I just kind of drift off to sleep, but I have to have my eye mask on. Okay. I go to sleep with, um, my television sometimes still on and my laptop on my bed. Mm-mm-mm. Because I have to, I'm either watching one show, watching something else on my laptop. Um, nope. There's been multiple times where I've w- woken up where like all my lights are on still mm-hmm. because I've fallen asleep watching a television show. Oh no. That's not to say I can't. Like I can fall, one of my many talents is I can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. But like, like I can fall asleep on the couch while watching a movie. That's not the problem. But like if I'm in my bed upstairs with all the lights off and just the TV on, I have to turn the TV off in order to fall asleep or else I won't fall asleep or like I won't sleep because I'll just kind of be awake the whole night just kind of like in this fuzz of I wake up with like anxiety being like how many what at what episode did it actually stop where it kept replaying ah mm-hmm. you know where some <laughs> apps I love that it's like next episode I'm gonna go ahead and play it for you other apps like Amazon Prime I'm like, I kind of appreciate that you were like, you we know that you fell asleep. Yeah, like, so that's when you appreciate so the, you Netflix, to, the Netflix. The yes. Netflix, like, do you want to continue? It's like, no, I'm asleep. Yeah, but they go a little far. Like, I feel like at least with Amazon Prime, it's like, you, that is that episode. Like, I yeah. know where I ended. Yeah. Where a lot of apps are like, there was four play episodes. for 30 in. more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit frustrating, but whatever. <laughs> so that's genuinely how I go to sleep. Mm. is with my laptop on. So I've watched, when I go home to my parents' house, this was the whole point of the story. When you go home to my parents' house, you have to understand, like my parents watch Food Network, mm. HGTV, uh-huh. or like the Discovery Channel. Mm. Wholesome. Let's talk about the three channels that probably haven't been previewed on my, you know, <laughs> TVs in a long time. Okay? I love to sit there... And shoot the shit and watch whatever shows with them. It yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah. But when I go up in my room, I'm watching like a murder show. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Tonight's a big night. Someone's getting eliminated off some show. Yeah. And my mom's like, go watch it. You know, yeah. like. Gotta go. So I, I've done a lot of television watching. Mm-hmm. So I sound like a very lazy person. But it's because of the six hour drive and my confession of watching television and watching more things at my house. Mm-hmm. I've also watched all of the Demi Lovato documentary mm. on YouTube. Yeah, the ones that's out. There's like two episodes out and there's more to come, right? 
Yes. It's called Dancing with the Devil. Mm-hmm. It is insane to watch. Everyone needs to watch it. It's So they basically filmed a documentary of her in 2018 when she was on her tour. Because we have to remember, this was like two over, almost two years ago that she overdosed. Yeah. And um, so they have clips that they show of it. It's really cool, like how you see that side. And straight out honest in front of a camera being like, I had three strokes, one heart attack. I was blind in one eye. Like, no one, I don't think, knew the severity of anything because no one mm-hmm. talked about it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very powerful. It's amazing to watch. I would very highly recommend everybody watch that as well and, and subscribe to it and, like, kind of keep watching it because it's, like, none of her friends knew how serious her addiction was, which is very fascinating because she was, yeah. at like, the prime of her career and sobriety and then you also think like if someone's like if you are the poster child for sobriety like what a terrible job like (laughs) i mean great for you i mean i'm just saying like to me i would never want someone to be like oh my gosh she had a glass of wine it's like Mm -hmm. okay well i'm also like still doing okay i haven't gone this far off yeah like demi has a lot of like like demons in her closet it yes. seems like and, and skeletons she has in her closet. every right for that and she talks about that in the yeah. show i want to watch it i haven't had time to watch definitely it. put on your list to watch for I will. sure i was busy so while you were busy watching everything i was busy wasting time watching firefly lane <laughs> someone told me to watch it and so i did <sighs> it's okay it's did have you seen it Yes, I oh, watched. Of course, you've seen it. You know, I've seen everything. I know. Dumb question. Even when I, act I, like I don't like it, guys, I probably have, am watching it when I'm cleaning my room on a Saturday. Right. So I didn't love it mainly because I realized I don't like Katherine Heigl. Oh my gosh, I was just about to say. Do you know why I didn't like it? Because I hate Katherine Heigl. I just like the first episode. My roommate and I tried to watch it, or she tried to watch it with me, and we both were just like, ugh. I do not like Katherine Heigl. I didn't like her in Grey's Anatomy. I think Izzy mm. was the worst character. Fight me, whatever. But I just don't like. I don't like her, and I think she was meant to come across as like the high-powered bitch in the show. And like, I don't it's think like, she had to try very like, hard. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so the show itself was also a little hard to follow because there were three timelines that they jumped between. They jumped between them as teenagers. Them and like their early, like late 20s, early 30s, and then them in like adulthood. So, but the 20s, like the young adult and the now, they kind of look the same except for their haircuts. So it was very hard to follow <laughs> a when, lot. Yes. I had to rewind a lot. Yeah. Um, the show itself, it's fine. It was, it was a like a growing up story about like a, this girl who had a mother who was an alcoholic and she wanted to kind of fit in better, but she was always like the, the party girl teen who like did all the drugs, smoked the cigarettes, drank all the things when she was like 15. And then she befriended her neighbor on Firefly Lane. And it's just their kind of like coming of age story, if you will. They're both journalists and there's, Mm -hmm. but like it was, I feel like I wasted a week watching it where I should have been finishing Ted Lasso and 100 percent. yeah it's, so um yes. my official note on firefly lane is it's past the remote change the remote change the channel on that like it's not i worth do want it i will say this what i heard from people that have read the book which once again we know sometimes the book is better than the show sometimes it's mm-hmm. not 
However, the book ended was different than how they ended the season, which makes okay. me go, well, does that mean there's just they automatically set, season two? They set it up for a season two. For sure for they sure. did. Mm-hmm. It basically ends, we're not spoiling anything, but it doesn't end with a lot of closure. So no, it's it very ends, it open to like, what do you think happened? Yeah. Um, I watched it and I remember the same thing. I have this thing with her. Where I feel the same way as you. I don't know what it is that seems so arrogant about her. Even when she was like, I was watching her do like pre-interviews for the show. And listen, she could be sitting on her couch tonight. We might be like, she's the coolest person ever. But she reminds me of people who've always just been like the biggest mean girls in my life. Yeah, she has, there's very and a very sense of entitlement. It just is like her. this thing of, I don't know how to describe it, but I feel the same triggering like feelings with her where when she was being like mean and that it's kind of like back and forth with these friends. And I was like, I know all of those girls. I Mm -hmm. went to with them in high school, college. The one person I hate the most in my life, I will not say her name on this podcast, but (laughs) um, it's like when like people are like, let's layer, you know, let's bow our heads and like pray and like church. And they're like, think of the one person you need to forgive. Like it's the one person you think of, you know? Yeah. It's like, that's the person that she reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. I agreed. It was just, but I feel like just from watching it, I feel like she didn't do a lot of acting. Like, I feel like that's how she is in real life too. And it just, didn't win me over like I wanted it to um because the other girl in it I loved her like she's great everyone else in it was great and sorry we don't have her name like we didn't pull it up but yeah she is she's a fan she's a longtime actress that's amazing but yeah but like even like the kids in it were great the other like the men in it were great well and the guy was he's from Australia actually because he's been a lot of Mm. other shows the main Mm -hmm. actor but um it's it's funny because I felt it's funny you say that because I wanted to connect to the show and the whole time I was watching it I was just like I just feel like this is like I'm disconnected because this one girl's just trying to approve Katherine Heigl's like approval the whole time yeah yeah that's basically what happened yeah it's it's a very it's very much a like you befriend people who have something you don't type storyline and um but ultimately, it wasn't something that I loved watching. And if you don't want to, like, if you don't pass watching it, I you're not missing anything. It's like that Virgin River show. I never watched that. Um, but Are you serious? I thought you would have been the first person to watch that. No, I, someone told me to, and I never got around to it. It's like the worst Hallmark movie. But like, so you see, now I'm not I'm not mad. At well, him. I mean, it's not the. I mean, watch it if you have, like, nothing to watch. (laughs) Right, right, right. It's a great show to watch. Right. Well, something, okay, so something I did watch that I think you've seen and we can talk about that I enjoyed a whole lot was the movie I Care A Lot. Did you love it? I loved it. Was it not the most poetic justice besides Promising Young Woman that you've seen? Yes. So, aside from the first, like, ten minutes where, like, you're a little confused about where this is going. I thought it was great. It was so good. So good. premise of this movie, it's on Netflix. You should go watch it. It's about this lady who is basically an elderly caretaker. And ultimately, you find out that she's a scammer. And that this is a whole, like, scheme 
to take advantage of these elderly people. And then like when they, she puts them in like assisted living facilities, she goes and like sells their house or sells their belongings and pockets the money and all this stuff. But plot twist, Peter Dinklage is in it. Game of Thrones. And I love him. And turns out the lady that she is like trying to caretake is not who she thinks it is. And it gets her into a world of trouble. But yeah, the whole movie. Do you get why I was shocked how she didn't get a nomination for Best Actress for the Academy Awards? But she did. And won for the Golden Globes. Yes, Rosamund Pike. I, I was shocked because... She is so good at playing these evil menis like she's horrible, the girl from Gone Girl. Yeah. She is Gone Girl. Like, how do you even play a good character anymore? You're so good at playing such a bitch, right? And like, it was effortless. Like, it was just I I don't know. I thought the I thought the whole just it was a great movie. It was such a good movie. When I it wasn't as good as Promising Young Woman. No. I don't think and. Like, Promising Young Woman just had a lot more layers to it, where this one, like, again, without the first, the first 10 minutes, you're going into it, you're like, oh, no. Oh, this is going to make me upset, like, about the old people. But then it turns into the whole plot and the whole storyline, and you're just like, oh, shit, we're going on a ride. Like, this is about to get wild, and it got wild. There were a few parts of it that I still, I don't really understand, um, but we can talk about that off camera. Yeah, I'll but, explain them to you. Okay, but other than, like, if you're looking for a good, schemey, like, murder mystery type movie, I Care A Lot on Netflix, highly recommend. And also, I said this when it was nominated and she won in one of our first podcasts. The last literal three minutes of this movie are the most poetic justice mm-hmm. that this word should be used in the dic- dictionary. Like, it should be just, like, watch the last five... Watch the first five minutes and the last five minutes. Yes. Yes. I... I Because I, I saw it coming... It could have gone different ways. It, it could have gone have. where Peter Dinklage... Did something. I, I saw We're it. not giving spoilers. We're saying just... If you yeah. haven't watched it, also just watch it. It's stupid... We're doing this podcast like four weeks after this movie's been released. Like you should have probably watched it right now. Yeah, you if you have. haven't watched it already, go watch it. So just like go watch that Highly obviously recommend. and go watch Ted Lasso because we were behind and we feel like idiots for being so behind with that. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? We're caught up now. So we are we caught are. up. Um well on that note, do you have anything else this week that you Oh, watch I wanted want to, to talk mention about? real fast. There was a show last week I did not talk about, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Like I, and I was like angry at myself the next day because I had stayed up watching the show mm-hmm. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. The one on Netflix. Yeah, I now, watched it. I'm not going to say you need to watch the show and it's important, mm-hmm. but the premise is that in a different day and age, like say in a few years, instead of a dating app, these people can figure out who your match is. On your blood type. Okay. So they're like your DNA would be like we can figure out your soulmate. So not everyone does it. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you did do it, it'd be like your match is this one person. Now, this one person could be already married. Mm-hmm. They could be in a different country. They could be wherever. But they like these people have come up with a system that's really like interesting and intriguing but what happens is you can also mess with the system. 
and be like, I'm going to trick this person into saying, like, this is their match because it's the prime minister of England or whatever. And then oh. we're going to connect your son to a terrorist in Afghanistan. And so they basically abuse the system. And then it comes back to bite them in the butt. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting in this day and age of like, if you had the opportunity, basically, this is why, like, I liked the show was if given the opportunity, would you just want to know who your soulmate was, whether they were dead, live, married, single, in another country? And you could have another lover. It's not that. Mm-hmm. For instance, they have this married couple. Mm-hmm. And when he finds out who his one is. It's not his wife. It's not his wife. And he has this like passionate relationship with her. That's like he keeps telling his wife like, no, like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just want to know like if you're more attracted. She found him for her. Oh. Wait, she found her for him. Sorry. Okay, yeah. So that's why he's like, why did you even get on this app? Why did you look at it? And he, she was like, well, I just was curious if if I was your match because we're married, right? Yeah. And then it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. So this other girl is. And when they meet, it's like instant hmm. chemistry and instant all uh-huh. whatever. So all that to say, if this app was available... Would you do it? I know um, my answer for sure. I'm going to say yes and no. So if I had nothing to lose, like if I wasn't in a committed relationship or if I wasn't married, maybe. But I feel like it's also the game of like, it's, it's like roulette. T- it's, it, 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 it's roulette with your marriage, hands down. Yeah. But it's also like, it's kind of the same concept of like, do you want to know when you, when you die? Like when you're gonna die? I do. Type thing. No, I would I rather don't. know. No, I would rather know. Then it's like, I. I mean, there's the saying, "Curiosity killed the cat," is there for a reason. I think it's one of those things that, like, you might not want to know what's on the other side of that door or what, like, what you're gonna end up finding. And it may be better just to be ignorant about the whole thing. But, but would you want to know if you want to die to like say the last things to people you might want to say? That's all I ever think about in life. Is that I would die sooner than later. And I told you I wanted to write a movie about this. The death letters. Where like people write their death letters. Like what mm. would you say if you were on your deathbed? No. Because I, I think that that's very powerful to be like. Yeah. I, I'm, I have this down. And I want, I want you to know this. Because I'm not a very vocal person to see, express would, feelings. See, so to me I would want to know if I was going to die. See, I'm the opposite. I'd like, don't tell me. Cause like, you want to live in bliss. I want, yeah, I want to live in ignorance and bliss and be like, at the end of the day, that is the goal is to like live the life like that. And like, as if it was, you were dying soon. So like, you have to like give it your all and like live life to the fullest and like tell people that whatever you want to tell them, whenever you need to tell them that just like on a regular basis type thing. I think so the, it, like they think the same with this concept of the one. Right. I don't I don't think I would unless I was just like, you know what? Why not? I have nothing to lose. If it's someone terrible, then like, okay, bye. But also, does that F with your head? Because it if it's right. someone terrible and you're like, why am I being matched with someone terrible? Right. 
But also, I agree with you. You can also have the bliss of not knowing and and um, maybe not making everything in your life every moment too serious or something for yeah. people that didn't know. And they were like, why are you telling me all this? It's very heavy. Yeah. Um, but I also think for me, dealing with a lot of like people that have, have died very tragically and soon in my life, I'm like, oh, I would give anything to like have had like what I really thought of them or or whatever just like saved Mm -hmm. and so I've kind of started like doing those just to have them but I also think it's you can also go into a state of depression like you're saying knowing if like if I knew yeah that exact day I don't want to count that might like straight out put me on like I need to be on every antidepressant in the world yeah because I'm like I know I'm gonna die yeah, I don't want to count down because then it's like you get closer and closer. You're like, crap, yeah. how's it going to happen? Is Am I going to get in a car accident? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Also, this just got real, real I deep. Know. It real got real deep. <laughs> Sorry, so guys. So live your life. Sorry, guys. Hey, yeah, yeah. I feel like we should play the Rihanna song. Oh, my gosh. But okay. I no, Spot all on. that to say, I think that's what this show kind of caught me off guard because I'm not going to say like, it's the best show. Best. It's not. It's like a show, whatever, based in London. It's great. If you have nothing else to watch. But it did make me question, would I want to know that? Because yeah. how horrible it would be too, once again, if you were like married and had a kid and then you're like, well, you're not even, I'm not even with my actual soulmate. Yeah. It's an interesting concept for sure. Which truly no one can predict. But like, I feel like we also all might have multiple soulmates. Yeah, I don't know if I believe in, like, the one. No, I believe in, like, multiple people coming in and out of your life. You and I have done a great job of that, of, like, we're not tied down to anyone, but I've also, I feel like I've lived just a very full life. Like, I feel like I've yeah. met so many people, encountered so many different things that I would yeah. have never had if I was, like, tied down and married to somebody at 21. Yeah, I feel like certain, there are times where certain not people that come. if you get married at 21, you're tied down, but. Yeah, I feel like certain people come into your life for different purposes. At the right time, at the right moment. Yeah. There is a reason for everything. Like, that is the truth. Like, bottom Mm -hmm. line, I agree that we should all have your mindset. Because I think as much as I would like to know, because Mm -hmm. I'm someone who's not very affectionate. I'm somebody that doesn't really speak a lot. Like, I don't, words of affirmation and like physical touch out of the five love languages. If like, if you guys Mm -hmm. know anything about that. Those are like my bottom two. Oh, see, my top one is words of affirmation. Stop. Of course it is. <laughs> You're great, Becca. Uh, thank you. You are so good. I, and honestly, I'm not just saying this. Yeah. We would not have a podcast if it wasn't for Rebecca because I was like, I'm too tired. And she was like, you need to do Emily this. Doesn't know We've how been to talking edit. about Emily it. Emily doesn't know how to work a laptop. I don't touch anything technical. <laughs> it's the Leo in me. I'm like, you do it all. I'm going to just pipe in right 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 no that's yeah i and like i don't think that everything has to be like a sermon every conversation you have with every single human but at the end of the day like it's better just to live with life with no regrets no regrets um true and i think we've both done a good job of that yeah because we've also gone gone through a lot where i don't think a lot of I do know a lot of people where I'm like, you were so privileged your whole life that I mm-hmm. wish you would know what it's like yeah. to not have everything handed to you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So those people, I would say, you do need to be on this 
app and figure out that your soulmate's like some slum mm-hmm. in some trailer park. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. That yeah. That would make a good twist. But it was a good show, whatever. Watch the one. It's on We're Netflix. We're getting deep, sorry. Yeah. Now you're really getting to know us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on Netflix. Thing. It's on Netflix. It's All still right. in like the top 10, I think, trending. Oh, good. Check it out. Yeah. Um. Well, I think... We're going to move on from knowing when we, if we want to know when we want to die to... To my murder Emily's murder minute. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to change it to Emily's murder moment because you've clearly gone over a minute every single time. Let's be honest. And it's not fair if you get a reality check and we don't say it's a reality Well, I can't. I don't really talk for 30 minutes on my stuff. Shut up. But like literally, (laughs) I... I'm just so passionate about murder. Uh, trust me, we know. Question before we get before we you deliver the word to the people. Have you pen pal anyone yet? Okay, no. But I did start my letter to Joe Exotic, and I'm mad because I haven't no. finished it because okay. I wanted to read it on air today. Stop. But we had so much to cover that I was like, I I'm just gonna hold off. So next week, before I send my letter mm-hmm. to Joe Exotic. Oh yeah, this is a. Hot, this is a um, exclusive. Emily will read her Joe Exotic letter live on the podcast next week. I am like so genuinely excited. Wait, I I'm excited because too. you know what I'm going to talk to him about. How huh. I figured out why I wanted to write him first is I'm going to say like, hey, it was the one year anniversary like two days ago of when it was released, it was, yeah. and I'm going to say like, thank you for getting us all through quarantine. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to be able to, like, talk to him as in, thank you for this, but also, like... Yeah, like, he 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 gave us the one of the please, greatest gifts he, ever you gave us, like, of Tiger and, King. And some people hate hated this and will still not watch it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't relate to you a little bit, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Because I, I also, like, am I going to have phenomenal. a tiger one day, and so it's like, I just can't, I don't care. Like, yeah. there is a horrid, well... Like, when people ask me, like, how do you want to go out? Like, if you could go out anyway, if you knew how you were going to die, on the subject of death, <laughs> mine is, do you know what mine is? I'm assuming being mauled by a tiger. 100%. 100%. Oh, no. That's my dream scenario <laughs> The of sequel of Tiger King. 100%. Tiger Queen. Now, but listen. This Tiger Queen is Let me tell end. you what I don't want from a tiger. Uh, tell me. The girl that was on there who she's like, so then my arm is ripped off. Oh, like, girl- so <laughs> casual. So casual. She's like. And they show the footage, and it's like, yeah. literally, her arm is ripped off of her. And she's yeah. like, and then I just was like, like... Just another day at the office. Just another day in the office. And I'm like, well, mm, I'm not, like, about that life no, with tigers. No. But I am about, like, you know, just the one nail to the th- to throat. If that's how I have to go out, it's fine. Okay? I mean... Better that than, like... You know, yeah, a slow cancer. Yeah, I. I don't know. Why are we talking about death so much? I don't know. You know why? You know why? Get into my murder minute. You introduce it, and I'll tell you why. All right, here we go. We have Emily's murder moment. Uh, This is where Emily gets a short snippet of time to talk about her favorite murder documentary of the week. Um, She has a vast knowledge of murders and murder documentaries, so she has to pick just one. Ready? This one is fake. All right, tell us. I'm ready. Tell us all about it. It's fake. Go. But I need to talk about it. Because once again, I got the Apple TV. 
And I watched so much television, it's embarrassing. Oh my gosh. I started watching the show Defending Jacob, starring Chris Evans. And it's about a kid who gets accused of murder from murdering his other kid. This is not like Your Honor, which is one of the other top 10 five shows I have for this year. Defending Jacob with Chris Evans mm-hmm. and his wife, who was in Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Their son gets accused of this crime. He's like a district attorney. So he's like defend, you know, he's the one who puts all these people away. His son gets charged with this situation. But you never really figure out what I'm not going to give anything away. Watch the show. But it's also based off a best-selling novel. So I would I need to read the book and I don't read. Mm. You know wow. I don't. Yeah, like, I'm don't. very dyslexic. I need you to read this book for me, basically. Okay. okay. I'll read it for you. Why don't you, instead of watching the show, read the book, Defending Jake, okay? Okay, I can do that. What I want to say about this show is this. I want everyone to watch it because the way that it ends is very open-ended to what people think and how you would deal with the fact if you were their mother or father and felt that they did do the crime and did not do the crime. Okay. He also comes from a line of people who have murdered other people. Like Chris Evans' dad is in jail for for murdering somebody. Okay. So they test him for like the murder gene. Didn't know was a thing. So all that to say, I once again, when I drove home... Ted Lasso positive on the way there. Uh Uh-huh. Driving back, defending Jacob, murder. Do I think he did it? Do I, what is happening? Mm. Do you believe if you have this gene that you're able to do these things? Huh. Watch it. It's on Apple TV. It's on Apple TV, defending Jacob. Once again, it's been out for a while, so... No one roll your eyes at me with my Apple TV thing because I have another show I'm going to talk about later in the podcast with Apple TV. I need you to read the book because, like, I want to know what you actually think happened. Okay. Defending Jacob. Defending Jacob. Okay. Or, like, should we defend Jacob? Mm. I'll tell my book club and maybe we can add it to our book club. Oh, my lineup. gosh. I will, like, never be a part of a book club. And if, like, It's been d- so fun. It's been my favorite, like, quarantine. It started in quarantine um, and we've read, like, seven eight nine books thus far um and we have an instagram and people can join it and it, we do it via zoom because we're kind of all over the place but it's it's fun it's it's a I lot of fun i should start a tv club you should start a tv club i don't don't know how that would work but i'd be like can. watch this television show and we're all gonna get on well, zoom think, and we'll talk about it okay yeah, yeah. i was like i think our podcast is tv club <laughs> This is... This is our TV club. This is Emily's My book realization. Club. This is Emily's We're book club. We're doing what I want to do without reading. Wow. Man, that's what happens, guys, when you manifest If you manifest something, sometimes people are so dumb they don't realize it's happening. There you go. Me. <laughs> in all these situations. Love it. Love it. Okay, so now we're going to get into Rebecca's reality check. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to recap some shows that we feel as if you need to watch. Um, but what is your reality check for this week? Okay. So, like I said, I haven't really watched a ton of TV this week. So, I don't actually have a reality show okay. to get into. But 
I think the biggest drama of the week that I want to talk about that is blowing up on Twitter is the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp scandal. And I, I can't just believe I'm talking about once this. again with your reality moment. I have no clue. We have not talked about this. We have beforehand. not talked about this. So I do not know what's going on. Great. Let me set the scene. So essentially, this man named Jensen Carp um, on Twitter tweeted at Cinnamon Toast Crunch and said, "Hey, I just opened my box of cereal and there's shrimp in it. Like, what's going on? Cinnamon Toast Crunch mixed in." Or like, like a full bag a of fo- shrimp. There's a photo and there looks like to be, looks oh to gosh. be two shrimp tails. Okay. Okay. So he tweets at Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch gets back, which let me preface this by saying, I love when a brand like is self-aware enough and like confident enough to be snarky on the internet. Like oh, I love, love it. Love like, a good Wendy's, snarky moment. Burger King. Arby's. Are, like all of those. They so have the meat. Yeah. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch responds. And they respond with the very typical, like, please DM us. Let's take this offline. Like, I also work in digital media, like social media. I know the I know the game. And it, it's like, you want to take it offline, like private message us. Let's get to the bottom of this. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So this man, <laughs> this man responds. And it was just like, goes into this Twitter exchange between the two of, between Cinnamon Toast Crunch and this guy and they go back and forth and they're like, oh, from the looks of it, it looks like it may just be cinnamon sugar that is like bunched up when you don't like mix it very well. He said, from the looks of my eyes, it looks like shrimp and like all this stuff. So then the funniest part about the whole thing is that and so then like at one point he tweets a picture of he like buckled up the cereal. He's like, we're heading to the lab, guys. Like he's making fun of himself at this point because he knows this has just gone viral. The best part of all of this He's married to the lady who plays Topanga from Boy Meets World. What? Yeah. His wife is Topanga. And so that's why everyone's like losing. They're like, who is this guy? Okay, wait. But also, okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on. If there was shrimp <laughs> in his cinnamon toast crunch. Uh-huh. Wh- who owns him? General Mills? I right? Get, yeah. Yeah. That's me, like, aging you. I think it's General Mills. I think it is General Mills. It Do is they, General like, Mills. have shrimp things that would be, So that's, be, they were, like, like they were tweeting packaging? back and forth, be like, I don't think it's shrimp. Why on earth would we have, they're, like, they're, we don't like have. I could see another cereal or yeah, something. Yeah, they were, like, we don't have shrimp in our factory. Like, you're, they're, like, you're mistaken. It's cinnamon sugar built up. And he's, like, no, it's shrimp. I'm looking at shrimp. And so that's when they were, like, well, can you please, like, mail us your box so we can, like basically fact check it like can we so we can see for ourselves and that's when he was like all right guys buckled up heading to the post office like heading to the lab so they can see the shrimp firsthand like it's just this very funny exchange typically people go to twitter to just like complain and try to get free things and try to like belittle all these brands and be like oh i I, this my package came in late or this happened like this or i got this and it was broken this guy's made it like funny He's like, well, I found shrimp in my cereal. Now what? Like, he wasn't like, explain yourself. This is disgusting. I want my money back. Or like, I'm going to sue you. He was just like, care to explain why there's shrimp in my cereal? But the, I think it's hilarious that his wife is Topanga. It's why she should have married Ben Savage. It's yeah. like they were meant to be together. Yeah. Um, 
But this but is yeah, hysterical. So I, I know nothing about this. It's, Have it's, they figured it out? No, it's all over the internet. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch is waiting for his box to be to arrive Stop. in the mail so they can investigate what they're doing. But own what if team. he just threw fucking shrimp in? What if he threw shrimp in there? Why would you just throw shrimp in your cereal? I don't know. I don't know if this guy's trying to get attention because he's not Topanga. I, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's like, this is a PR stunt by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Well, it makes me feel that way because I think we just grow up in a world where we think everything's a PR stunt. But I'm not knocking this guy. But if it is a PR stunt, I think you would choose something that's not shrimp. Yeah, that's gross. You would choose like like a random toy or like something like weird like and quirky to be like, what is this? And it correlates to something. Yeah. Like shrimp tails, if that's what it is, doesn't. What Listen. I think happened is that someone in the packaging factory had shrimp for lunch. They were eating their lunch. And they were eating their lunch and it kind of fell through or something. Or. We both know pill and eat shrimp are, I mean, that's my favorite. It's one of my favorite dishes of all time. Mm. I can eat like five pounds of pill and eat shrimp. Yeah. Crawfish, suck the head, suck the head, pinch the tail. Yeah. I'm like 10 pounds in on crawfish, okay? Yeah. But yeah, it's a bizarre, like, this is, reasons like this are why I love the internet sometimes, because this went viral and blew up, and it's just hysterical to me. I have a confession. I did see something where I saw somebody's cinnamon toast crunch box, and they had, like, post-it notes on it or something, and I didn't understand what it meant. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I don't get this joke. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's something I don't know about. And so when you said it tonight, that's why I was like, I literally know nothing about this. Yeah, that's what this is from. And the guy kind of looks like John Oliver, which makes it even funnier. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, yeah, I, hope, so. I, I hope it is shrimp and it's a, very, a big tobacco. I do too. Like, I, I want Cinnamon Toast Crunch to be like, oh, crap, we gave you shrimp. So sorry. Like, and then this guy who is married to Topanga, just like, like, see guys, it was shrimp. I told you. Like, it's just, it's just, too, it's so bizarre that like, it's comical. What if they get like millions of dollars and off of this? I mean, I wouldn't. I'm going to part, I'm going to put shrimp in my cereal. I'm going to start putting shrimp in my cereal. Tomorrow. Uh-huh. That's like that Friends episode where Phoebe finds a thumb in her Coke and she gets all this money and all yeah. the things. It's, I can relate anything to a Friends episode. I know. <laughs> it's um, on HBO Max. So it people is. should get that mm-hmm. channel so they can keep watching. It also comes on TBS every day on regular TV. <laughs> so we also need to talk about one more show that I've watched. Okay. Tell me. It's also <laughs> Shock Surprise on Apple TV. <laughs> In case you didn't know, Emily. I need another glass of wine. I'm like, in case you didn't know, Emily got Apple TV this weekend. I basically got Apple TV and and preached about it to people. Like, if you don't have this channel, like I had discovered Life on Mars. It's a whole new world. I had discovered Life on Mars. (laughs) There are so many shows that I have not watched. There are so many movies. Um, some that were up for Best Picture are on this channel. Can't wait to keep watching it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's great, yeah. There is a show called The Servant, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Once again, it has a second season. I understand if I'm beside, behind the times. I apologize. But I need to tell you the premise of the show. Okay. There is a woman and a man. 
and you know with M. Night. He's gonna throw those twists. There's There's always twists. He's known about his. He's known for his twists. Mm, You know how much I have loved his. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, it's the it's the director who wrote Unbreakable. Um, what's he did? Split. uh, Split. But no, what's the uh, the freaking the best movie he ever did about the dead people? Six Sense. Six Sense. Okay, so this 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 director is notorious. He's amazing. And he always has the village is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Talking about people like basically that we talk about with these shows, like um, uh, you know the Duggars and the Plathville, like these people <laughs> that basically live like they're in a different era of life and not communicating with the normal life of the world. Okay, mm-hmm. so all this to say, he has a show on Apple Plus, and it's about this couple. And this girl comes in to be their nanny. Okay. She's like very young and innocent. And the guy is like very standoffish. The girl reminds me of someone I know, which is, you know, people that are kind of crazy. And um, she's like, I'm so happy you're here to be the nanny. You're here to be the nanny. And you're like, this girl's already crazy off a rocker. She's a news anchor. You know, she's like, I'm just so happy you're here to watch our baby. You're so happy you're here to watch our baby. So, the girl's like, whatever you want, Mrs. or Mr. whatever, okay? So she's there to be the nanny. Uh-huh. And then the guy is like acting really weird in the whole like, this. I'm not even giving away the show. I'm giving away the first like 20 minutes of the episode, uh-huh. okay? So the guy's like, I understand this is weird to the nanny. Like, I know this is weird, but like, and she's like, no, it's not that weird. And he's like, yeah, it kind of is. He sees her like praying by her bed at night and he's like, okay, whatever. And then he goes in the room where the baby is. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. It's a baby doll. I was going to say, do they not have a baby? No. This woman oh. has like suffered a traumatic thing, but the baby looks like kind of real because it's like the, that silicone like they would use in a new movie, right? Like to yeah. make it look like really real. Yeah. So this woman is like, lives her life like, did you put the baby down before I got to... Mm-hmm. got home mm-hmm. like i just wish i could see him yeah but then the nanny starts acting like it's real as well like he's like i know this is weird and she's like it's not weird for all mr uh, for me at all mr turner it might not mean mr turner i'm sorry i'm just like thinking <laughs> of like basic last name and so he's like okay like Mm-hmm. Do you not get where I'm getting like that my wife is insane and we have to they call it a rebirth like you have to basically oh. like you know you have this kid so your your emotional trauma is attached to this thing but we don't want to put you in a mental institution so we're going to like let you believe your kid's still alive yeah. okay yeah so all of a sudden in the middle of the episode she's like hey I have to run out and do some errands will you listen on the ma- monitor for the kid mm-hmm. and of course he's like yeah of course I will. Yeah. Knowing. It's a doll. I have accepted the fact our kid has died. Mm-hmm. The monitor starts with the baby crying. And I'm like, of course, this is the twist. This is the twist. He goes up there. Live baby. Live baby. Huh. Crying, moving around. And he's like in complete shock. Calls his friend, who was apparently in all the Harry Potter films for all you like younger Gen Z people, the redheaded kid, Rupert, Rupert was Grant. that his name? Yeah, Rupert. Was that his name? Rupert Grant. Yeah, because you know what? I never really watched Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of myself that I said he plays that. Ron Weasley. 
Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. He owned a bunch of ice cream trucks, too. I know a lot about Harry Potter people, oh. but I've never really watched. I've never been, like, the Harry Potter kid. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. He comes over, and he's like, well, obviously, this girl kidnapped a kid and put it in your bed. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's a, a kidnapped kid, uh-huh. right? So he's like, where'd you get this kid? And she's like, it's your kid, Mr. Turner. So all this to say, I'm only literally two episodes into the first season. Hmm. And M. Night has once again shooketh my world because I'm like, how can this keep continuing? Like, you have a psycho like, yeah, mom. Where does it go from is here? Is this baby real? Is this girl like doing possessive powers over this kid because she's like, this Christian brings the kid back to life? I don't know what's happening. It is a show everybody should needs to watch called The Servant hmm. on Apple TV. <laughs> I can Emily, I get sponsored by them, please? Emily's new favorite I've app. said three shows that I'm obsessed <laughs> with, and I'm I haven't even said that I'm obviously watching the Billy Eilish documentary. Like, it's what good. is my life? Yeah, I'm just watching Apple TV. Yeah, I'm I'm literally injecting it in my veins, talking about it. I'm obsessed. Like, I'm their spokesperson officially. <laughs> I mean, I think you should reach out. I haven't even talked about the morning show that I've been like rewatching it. Like I love mm. that. <laughs> so those are my top like like just everybody get Apple TV basically. Basically, this is an Apple. This is sponsored by Apple TV. Like as if we need another streaming service to keep up with, but it's true. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, I love Apple TV. And you, I'm, I'm telling you, when you finish Ted Lasso, it's worth every five ninety nine a month. Or mm-hmm. don't even tell me how much more I'm paying uh, that I don't yeah. want to know. It's fine. It's fine. It ends in 99. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that much. You know. You got your stimulus check. You'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all set. There you go. Um, well, dang. I think that was a lot. A lot. We covered everything we on deep. Apple TV. We did get deep. This was a big, a heavy, a heavy podcast. Sorry. Well, it was a little heavy. To lighten, to lighten things up a little bit, what are, <laughs> do you have any shows that are coming out soon that people yes. need to get ready for? Because I have one. I want to talk about... Um, the Circle season two officially got greenlit and is going to come soon. So if you have not watched The Circle season one, highly recommend. It was a quarantine favorite of mine. It was on the level of like Love is Blind as far as kind of a viral reality show. But it's about um, basically like what people put forth on their social media presence may not be who they really are. And it's like a competition show. It's really, really good. And it's set where they all basically live in the same apartment complex. I don't know how to describe this any other way, but like mm-hmm. they all have separate rooms. They're all separated. And they so all they're con- connecting every day, but it's like you don't know if this person's like who they say they are, if they put up this other profile pic of like this model or yeah. if it's like a guy versus a girl. It's like kind of like, can you figure out if you're being catfished or not? So it was, yeah. it really was entertaining to watch. Yeah. And like, there are some, there are some people on there that you just fall in love with. And then the whole, like you get eliminated when people kind of think you're faking or whatever. So there are people on there that were fake the whole time and ran with it and like did really well. There are others who did not. Um, there were people who were genuinely themselves and people thought that their genuine actual personality was like over the top and fake. So they got eliminated. Um, it's, it's such a good little cute show and it, it makes you think, it makes you think about like what, what your, what's very much this day and age, what your profile portrays about you and like how reality versus non-reality and like what, like you playing the comparison game on the internet and 
all this stuff. But I'm excited for season two. It's coming out soon. So while you can, get caught up on season one. Of The Circle. The Circle. It's on Netflix. Um, also, there Not is Apple TV. <laughs> um, a new like funny comedy coming out this week on Netflix. I think this Friday with like Tiffany Haddish and a bunch of different comedians where they're putting real life people in um, very like awkward situations and like seeing how they react. And obviously it's like a, a kind of a spinoff of Jackass. But they're not as intense, but it's still like, how do you react? But I will say the only reason I'm bringing this up is, and I want to watch it, is it may be terrible. I don't know what's coming out this Friday. But I am one of those people, because they've come out with that 2020 show, like, what would you do? Yeah. That whenever there's something super bizarre that happens around me, I'm like, I have to, like, come to this person's defense. Or, like, I'm completely petrified with anxiety mm-hmm. that they're going to like walk out and be like, this was 2020 and you Th- did there's the stand a up camera. for the waitress. You've and been I'm punked. like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, of course the one time I don't say anything or yeah. like, so I petri- so that's coming out this Friday. I actually think it'll be very funny mm-hmm. um, because Jackass is like one of those shows that is sometimes like a lot more intense where these people are doing like funny things of just how people would react to a situation. Yeah. Like in the preview, like someone gets in a porta potty and it falls over. And it like over. falls over. And like, what would you do? Like, you'd be like, um, like, yeah, I don't know how to help this person. Yeah. Like, Oh no. Yeah. But it, the comedians are like, they know what's going on, but then like right. real people, they get real reactions. It looks funny. It looks great. And then also I just saw, I was telling Becca before we started recording, I'm so excited. I just found out about this show coming out on April 7th on Netflix called This is a Robbery. And it's happened in 1990. And it's about these guys that dress up as cops and literally stole like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of like, like art. Yeah. And we're taking it out of these like galleries. I can't wait to dive into this. Like I love a good crime I've never heard of and that I'm excited to dive in obviously it's one of those hidden gems I also want to say we need to call Netflix about the hidden gem um FBI scandal in Hattiesburg Mississippi with the like Medicare shit oh the cream scheme like you need to get on this like we need Mm. hello hello Netflix are you I wonder if they're hello is it us you're looking for? Oh it is because I know a lot of people attached to this. Same, yeah. You do too. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother talked about it when I was home this weekend. If you don't know, the biggest medical drug scandal that has ever happened, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was a big one. I don't know. I mean, no, I'm, I mean, literally, like, Ethan's yeah. like, it's the biggest. It's an insurance fraud. FBI medical case that they've ever broke. Yeah. Was in the town we grew up in mm-hmm. over a pain cream. Yeah. And basically people rigged the books and rigged insurance companies. They got millions of dollars. And these people, it's like the college admission scandal. Yeah. They all can't be convicted until all the other cases go through. But most of them are in federal prison right now. Yeah. So we'll do a deep dive into this soon because I basically am just saying this because we need Netflix to contact us because we know the sources. Oh, for sure. Like I went to high school with a lot of people, like a lot of people's parents involved or I went to high school with their kids. Um, 
yeah, it it was wild. If you haven't heard, like, if you want to know more, just look up the cream scheme in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Brett Favre was actually involved in it, so we love Brett. But we love Brett. Um, he he didn't do anything bad. I don't think he knew I was going. I'm uh, so defensive of people I like. I'm like, yeah. I don't think they knew anything. No, he was just trying to. He was trying to cream his he back. Was, he, he just played to football too long. He was trying to live his life in his Levi's jeans. But. It's fascinating that we talk about certain things Mm -hmm. with how much I'm obsessed with, like, crime and different things. And this truly happened. And it's really unheard of. No one knows of the story. Yeah. So I think we need to break the case and we need Netflix to contact us. Okay. Immediately. I'll I'll, I'll get on it. I'll see what we can do. Down. (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, Well, I think that's it for today. I think we've talked a lot. (laughs) We had a little jam-packed episode um but until next time be sure to subscribe leave us a review um follow us on instagram it's past the remote underscore podcast um our uh, brackets are going to be closing soon oh yeah march madness march madness march is almost over um we're getting down to the wire we just had the elite eight so next is the what final four yes i guess so only a few more um make sure you check those out on our instagram stories um and don't forget to let us know what shows we need to watch what topics we need to cover um and whether or not you agree with us or disagree with us or Um, what you would do in any of the questions we've asked each other like what would your scenario be in those cases yeah we want to know yeah let us know um but yeah i think that's it for today so until next time don't forget to pass pass the the remote. remote bye peace